A legacy of trauma is really a legacy of loss. And overcoming requires acknowledgement of hurts and work to heal. You are listening to The Legacy Atlas with Dr. Tamika Lett. Welcome back to the Legacy Atlas podcast. As promised, today is part one of our two-part series on intergenerational trauma, also known as transformational trauma. And as we jump in, I want you to go ahead and take those journals out because we're going to talk about some deep stuff that really impacts us all in some way or somehow Over the last few weeks, we've really honed in on overcoming things such as excuses and not preparing for our journey of legacies. And a lot of that is stuff that we do or habits that we have started. Intergenerational trauma is really the opposite of that. It's our inheritance. It's our legacy that was passed down to us. What all that is getting to is that some things that we have to overcome are outside of our control and we didn't start it in the first place. We inherited that. Getting deep into what is intergenerational trauma. So it's in basic layman's terms is trauma, which is transferred between generations. So you're thinking about coming from your parents, from your grandparents. Um, One of the biggest things that you can look at when you think about trauma is slavery and how it was passed down. And I know many people talk about having a slavery mindset, something that's passed down within the family. And you think about segregation and survival and the skills that we were passed down from generations to generations just on survival. So a lot of us are working out here on survival mode when we could be overcoming that and getting to the next level of living mode. And so that's deep. But we don't recognize that because it's been the norm from generation to generation to generation. And that is what intergenerational trauma really discuss. So it's talking about that inheritance, the stuff that we necessarily didn't have ask for, but we were provided as a way of helping in some way, which it really has hurt us. And you're really talking about the loss, the loss of safety, the loss of security. So it really has to come from some form of loss that was outside of our control that happened generations ago. It could happen the last generation, but as a result, we have to cope with that loss today. And even though we're not directly experiencing that loss, we're still coping with it and the result of how it has shaped our families and our experiences and how we interact in the environment around us. It also impacts how we heal and treat trauma. And I think that's really important. Safety and security in certain communities, therapy, specifically the black community, is a taboo thing. You take care of things within your family. You don't seek outside help because you don't want people to know what's going on in your family, which is in itself can be very toxic when there's a lot of work that needs to to get done and 
as a result, we prevent ourselves from healing because we're not seeking to heal in ways that are productive, that are going to keep us going along this new legacy that we're crafting, this journey. We're seeking ways to cope that aren't the healthiest. And that's one of the biggest things that comes out of intergenerational drama, the the lack of coping, the lack of support, um, the closed off, the, the healing on your own when you don't know how to heal because you're dealing with so much hurt and pain and it, it works as a barrier to overcoming the obstacle of trauma. So as you have those journals out, I'm going to dwell into the four top ways um, that I see in working with individuals who have been impacted by trauma, intergenerational trauma, how it has impacted them and things that you can think about in your own legacy. Is there something that is impacting you and are you experiencing intergenerational trauma? So the first one is emotions. So our emotions are very important to us. It's how we express ourselves to others. So one of the biggest things is the the learned behavior of not expressing emotions. That can be from trauma because if you don't express emotions, it keeps you safe. You're not reacting. You're not showing how you feel about a situation, but that could be damaging to you internally. Holding in emotions, bottling it up, it can they're going to explode because emotions are meant to be expressed in a healthy way, albeit, but they're meant to be expressed. That's one of the ways individuals who have intergenerational trauma or any types of trauma, um, their emotions are really impacted by this. They're conflicted by feeling certain ways. If you feel like the way that your family has been coping is wrong, or you feel like you feel different from how everybody else feels, so it can lead to some confliction as well. The second thing is attitude. So our attitudes, our beliefs really impact our attitudes and how we see situations. So the the negative attitude, the not expecting much kind of attitude, what I don't need to work on, you know, going to school because that's not important to my family. So my attitude on that is that that's not something that I'm going to work towards. You know, you have that attitude of, I don't care. It's not going to work for us anyways. It's never worked for us in this family which contributes to that legacy of loss. So your your attitude about things is that nothing's going to come through in the way that you want it to come through or hasn't come through for your family. So you can't expect that from yourself. So your attitude is a total change due to trauma and really impacts the way we perceive things and how we interact in our environment. The third thing is coping skills. And we do not have healthy coping skills when we're dealing with intergenerational trauma and we're not addressing it. So we're just dealing, not addressing it. Your coping skills can be very unhealthy. That's when you look at substance use. Many individuals cope with that stress of trauma, of molestation in the family, divorce, and when you think about intergenerational trauma, I, I know I started off with slavery, which is very impactful, has been very impactful to a lot of families, but it can be something as a divorce, 
generation after generation or abandonment by a family member. There can be a lot of feelings that come from generations to generation that lead to mistrust and people pick up bad coping skills or unhealthy coping skills to address this mistrust and this hurt and this pain, which really comes down through the generations and impacts the whole family. So we're dealing with more trauma on top of the trauma that's already being experienced. So that is prominent. And a lot of families that are dealing with intergenerational trauma, just unhealthy coping skills that leads to more trauma, more loss. And the last thing, but definitely not the least thing, is mental health. So trauma leads to a lot of pain. Pain can lead to depression and so forth. You're looking at post-traumatic stress disorder, PTSD, that people experience and because they're re-experiencing that trauma. They haven't been treated. You're thinking about chemical change within your body. So you're looking at also how our brains function. And we know, we've, we've come to realize that mental illness, there's a chemical change. There's a change within our structure that needs to be treated as well. And you think about substance use, substance use, chemical change within your body. There's a reaction to your body and your body takes on that coping skill and kind of needs it. And so you have to unneed it, unlearn it, um, find ways to address and to help total healing of your body. And so just getting to the, the bottom of all the ways that trauma, and there's many, many more, that trauma impacts us, really it comes down to your mental, emotional, physical, psychological. So you're looking at holistic care when you are addressing trauma. So as you think about this, today and looking at it, think about your supports in the community. Think about finding a therapist. And I would wholly recommend that because that's one of the first ways that you can start to treat your trauma with a trained professional who understands trauma and can help guide you in your healing process of intergenerational trauma. You just finished listening to part one of our two-part series on intergenerational trauma. Thank you for joining this week. This is a very heavy topic for some. So I want to make sure that you're okay. So make sure that you're going out, reach out to a therapist, find a, a trained professional that you can talk to about intergenerational trauma and your experiences in coping. Join me next week as I do part two as I talk about more in-depth treatment for trauma and how you can turn that legacy of loss into a legacy of gain for you in your journey of creating this lasting and healthy legacy.